G'day, welcome to the Supercoach HQ podcast. It's week two of the buys, round 12. Welcome to our podcast. And I'm joined, I'm Sean, and I'm joined by Adam today. How are you, mate? I'm good, thanks, Josh. Uh, enjoyed a little bit of Thursday night football last night. How did your team go? Uh, yeah, I was pretty happy with the match last night. Uh, I brought in Hodge and Sloan this week, and they both cleared 115, so I was wrapped with that. Um, who did you have playing there last night, Matt? Yeah, I had um, I had Hodge as well, but I also had uh, Jordan Lewis, which was a little bit of a letdown. Oh, right, yeah. I had him as my vice-captain, so no loophole for me this week. Did you happen to have a loophole player last night? Yeah, I p- put it on Luke Hodge. So he got 122. And I've got to say, I'm very tempted to take it, and I think that I will, because no Fife, no Pendlebury, a lot of uncertainty about this round. Uh, we'll touch on a few other captaincy options later, but I think I'll take his 122, to, to be honest. Yeah, I think of the more popular picks, I think Hodge was the only one that really posted that sort of reliable score that you could really rely on. I think Dangerfield went into about 104, um, Burgoyne was 110, Sloan was 117, so... Well, while they're, they're good scores on, on value, but for, for a captain option, I think if you didn't have it on Hodge, I'd be, I'd be looking at some other options maybe later yep. in, the, in the week. There were some disappointments last night. I mean, Jared Roughhead is 168. He got Brody Smith got 68. Jordan Lewis, as you said, got 57. And Tex Walker was subbed out on 32. So it was a pretty tough night, really, for Supercoach. Yeah, there weren't a lot of big scores, but... Um... You know, it's still early in the week. Lots of time to uh, bounce back, and hopefully, the players later in the uh, in the round will help us out. That's it. Uh, what other trades have you made this week, man? Have you been downgrading or upgrading, or? Well, I, I brought in Luke Hodge earlier in the week, but um, the one downgrade target I did bring in was uh, was Hamling. I think he's the uh, the key sort of downgrade option this week. So uh, I got him in for the the doggies as they come up against Brisbane this Saturday night. Yep. I think another one that a lot of people will be waiting to jump on is Jack Steele from the Giants. He's a mid-forward dual-position player, and he had a pretty impressive NAB challenge, so if he plays a couple of games in a row, I'll be jumping on him for sure. Yeah, it was good to see him in, but uh, coming out of the, the Giants, the big news is Shane Mumford out for the season. Do Did you have him by any chance, Josh? No, luckily I didn't, but I've got Goldstein, the Giants' opponent this week. And many are saying to jump on him as captain now that Mumford's out and they've only got uh, Rory Lobb in as the as their ruckman this week. I think they've got Phillips as well, but still not quite the uh, the ruck combo you'd want going in up against a, a powerhouse like Goldstein. <laughs> no, certainly not. Uh, let's see. So a lot of buy plays out. How many players do you have this week with the likes of Fremantle, Collingwood, Sydney, the Saints? They're all out this week. How many do you have on the field? On the field, I've got, let me just have a quick count. I've got Lever out, I've got Tommy Mitchell out, Adam Oxley out, and Boston out on my field. So it's, I've got the 18 on the field, but um, you know I don't have the luxury of having those few extras. So those, if any of those low scores do come in, I'm going to have to take them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, guys like Saad and Oxley going back, how do you view these guys? Are they keepers for you, or are you going to look to eventually upgrade them? Well, I, I've kept Oxley and I've traded Saad. Okay. Um, not, not, well, my main rationale about trading Adam Saad was maybe the uh, the addition of – it was Nick Melcheski came back in for the Suns. I think oh, they yeah. might want to get the ball back into his hands a little bit. We know he's such a reliable user, and I thought that might affect Saad a little bit. But um, 
other than that, not too much rationale. I think Saad had the higher break even as well. So I've backed in Oxley for now and traded Saad, but I think if you kept both of them, I don't think that's a it's a major issue at no. this point. And I think Melcho will be one that I think a lot of guys will be looking to trade in because if he gets back to 100% fitness, he's dirt cheap at the minute and we all know how well he can score. Yeah, ridiculously cheap. Along with uh, Brody Smith was the other one I've kept my eye on. I didn't bring him in this week. Um, you probably want to see a little bit more reliable scoring from him. But uh, at those sort of like, I think they're both down to around the 300k mark. And the, the the output they had last season, and they're hard to ignore at that price. Oh, definitely. And another one that we'll probably look at more next week, but um, Josh Kennedy from the Swans, he's got the buy this week, but he's down to 480,000. So I think I'll be bouncing on him next week. That's ridiculously cheap. Yeah, I've already got Josh Kennedy, unfortunately. Started, <laughs> started with Kennedy and Selwood. So, um, those those cheaper midfield options, I've already stuck with them. But uh, for the super coaches that didn't, I think there's some good targets to look at coming in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Now, with you had the VC on Lewis. So, who are you going to whack the C on this week? Uh, I'm eyeing off Goldstein, definitely. Yep. But the um, another bloke that I brought in last week, oh, the, sorry, it was a couple of weeks ago now, it was uh, Dane Beams. I've been ah, really yes. impressed with his form the last few weeks, and I think... He's probably my most reliable midfielder I've got on the field at the moment. So it's probably a toss-up between uh, Beams and Goldstein at this point. What about you? Yeah, um, probably going to stick with Hodge. But I would say, yeah, Goldstein would have been my go-to one this week. But I don't have Beams, but he's been averaging 125 over his last five matches. So that's as good as... Yeah, super super impressive, very reliable. And uh, I don't think I can go wrong with him, hopefully. No. Very good. So, best of luck for the weekend, mate, and hopefully get a few wins on the board. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in.